The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Oh, that blister popped. Oh, Ooh, it was a, a, it was a squirter. Oh, my god. Oh, wait, that's not... Yeah, that's that's squirt. Ooh. Well, Welcome back. Welcome Ow. back for yet another ha, ha, steaming, ha. piping, scalding, <laughs> serving of hot, hot goss. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in, our, in lives, our lives, issues in politics, tick, tick, tick. and take a deep, deep dive, dive into the DMs. So let's go ahead and get into some. I mean, what? Hot gods. <laughs> Where in the world is Alaska Thunderfuck 5000? Where are you, dear? Oh, we've been all over the place. And most notably, we just we had a um, a drive in show at the Chicago, Lakeshore, Lakeshore Drive. drive. Yes, mm-hmm. Lakeshore Drive in Chicago. And I have to, I can't say enough wonderful things about this venue and, um, uh, and the, just the vibe and the energy and to be in Chicago and do a show for people was really, really phenomenal. It was really great. You're so lucky. The show looked lit. I was watching it on people's stories and everything. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Uh, they had like this setup of like, cameras at different places on the stage Mm -hmm. and i was like okay well that's how they're gonna project this show on the side screen okay art pop i love a cute angle sure (laughs) i was like okay work whatever go for it but they did a really great job like there were moments where they like could half fade in one of the close-ups with the wider shot like a glamour shot like an award show in the 80s like singing wind beneath my wings girl that's dope I was very impressed. Come on, Chicago. Getting it together. All the good drags. Come on, Ooh. Chicago. Chicago. Did you see Lucy Stuhl? Uh, no, I did not. Her Twitter's um, lit. I love her. She's a Chicago girl. Yes, we stand. Yes, we yes, deeply yes, we love. Um, so Lucille Stoolington. Mm-hmm. Of the Stoolington Dupree's. Um, you've is- been to Georgia. You've been to California. Anywhere you could run. <laughs> I've been to paradise, but I've still never been to me. Did you take so, the hand of that preacher man? I, I, we made love in the sun. Oh, and, I, I, and then you ran out of places, friendly faces, because you had to be free. 
Yeah, I, I shook it like Harlow in Monte Carlo, and I really showed him what I've got. I did. I've I been undressed by kings. That. I've seen some things that a woman ain't supposed to see. <laughs> you ain't supposed to see it, that. <laughs> you ain't supposed to see it till you can smell it. Um, did you, I've did been you, to paradise, but I've never been to me. Hey, hey, you lady, listen. When been, you're <laughs> when you've got a UTI, <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking of UTIs, something has come across our desk here at the Hot Goss News Desk, and this is a Chris Evans dick pic. Yeah. Um. Apparently, he posted something that was like a screen recording of his phone scrolling to something, and it took a quick minute of his like camera roll and there was an artful black and white respectable dick pic there were no balls you can only respect the reportings here there were no (laughs) balls based on the calculations of how far his hands were from the dick and based on his height i would say the dick is between seven and eight do we have the picture uh centimeters or inches Um, inches (laughs) okay um, do we have the picture? Um, I've seen it. All you have to do is Google it. I, uh, okay. Chris Evans, I'm not even really sure who Chris Evans is. He's my friend Scott Evans' brothers. And Chris if it runs Evans. in the family, Scott, Dick call pick. me. Um, he, he like, I oh, think is Chris he even came. Mr. America, Captain America? He's Captain America, yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. He's Gorge. He was in Knives Out. He was really good in that. Um, and uh, his brother's a fag, and he supports him. Boots. He comes to like gay bingo at Mary's. Like he's really cool. Um, and his dick looks nice, so good for him. But now that he's got everybody's attention, he was using it today and like tweeting out stuff like uh, for causes. So you know, at least he's spinning it in a useful way. And bitch, I can make use of it too. I can't find the picture, and now I'm pissed off, and I really want to fucking see it. Why? Why in the age of the internet can I not just find? Well. He has this. a huge PR team, and they did some quick scrubbing of the internet. But I mean, is this is there is this like I mean, what is the reaction? I mean, I I love that to be a straight man, all you have to do is accidentally kind of post a fucking picture that may or may not be your dick, and suddenly it's the biggest PR day of your whole fucking life. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, gigs. I mean. If you looked at my phone, you would think it was like a fucking token peep show with all the things on it. But right. I think it's generally normal that guys have pictures of their junk on their phones and other junk that they've possibly had in them and in their phones. So um, this is no shock. Good for him having an active sex life. At least he's not wasting it. Hopefully. Yeah. And I mean, the truth is we have these fucking devices that have cameras on them and they're with us at all times. And so why the fuck wouldn't you take pictures of everything, darling? Why not? Hello and goodbye. Drag Race Holland. The new girls, the new chickens are clucking over in uh, the Netherlands. (laughs) And it's been announced. The girls are cute. This is what... um, Okay, so there's some hot Gossington's dramas. I heard a rumor. Um, so Lucy, Lucy was saying something about someone, a girl that said something about bearded queens in her review of the Holland show. Because you know what, we're drag queens, so what we do is we review other drag queen shows, and there's so many review shows, the more the merrier. Um, yes. 
And girl, when so the one girl, I it was Nina Bonina Brown, I think. She said something about Holland Queens and a beard or something. And then Lucy was like, "Ooh, girl," or something. I'm paraphrasing with a lot of "ooh, girls" and things, but you know what I mean. But it might be on with them. Um, what was that? Was Lucy's stool reading the Bearded Queen I who's think, on Holland? I think Nina Bonina was reading Bearded Queens when In she general? was talking about the Holland ones at oh. one point. I um this is all conjecture and rumor. I don't want to give you any facts at all. Um and well, you've like come little, to the right podcast. Yeah. And I think I saw a retweet too. Also throw that in there. But um there I think she said something about bearded queens and then Lucy got mad, I think, and then I'm waiting for furthering developments at eight. But uh CBS News will be on the scene. We promise to provide you a podcast with zero facts or actual information. If we accidentally drop a fact into this podcast, please let us know. Racechaserpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. And we'll decimate and disseminate all of them. We because le- like the Chris Evans dick pic, we can have it scrubbed from the internet too. It's literally gone, you guys. Like I looked on Twitter and the only things that come up are where is the picture? The picture's Go gone. Go on Reddit or largepenissupportgroup.com, LPSG.com. <laughs> Um, the Drag Race Holland thing, though, that's why I was reminded about Lucy, because I think they were talking about a Drag Race Holland queen with a beard. Um, yes. It's going to be covered on the Mom Network. Uh, Latrice and Manila are covering it now that they're done with Canada. And um, we're yes. all going to get through this together, subtitles and all. We all got some reading to do, but I can't wait to watch these girls. It's on WoW Presents, I think, right? We can watch it. Yes. I love I'm this. So we're just getting excited. like all... All these new countries, all their drag races, we get to watch them. Three ninety nine Wow Presents. We're Mom is now an affiliate program of uh, <laughs> Wow Presents. If we, if you sign up for them, um, you get a free yeah. podcast. No facts. No facts. That's not a fact at all. Not that's that's fiction. Fictional. Um, but I love listening to the chop. I I we were driving and I listened to the chop and it made that fucking hour go by like that it was i was laughing i was chuckling i was smiling and for this this episode this in-between episode they had jimbo on <gasps> uh who was an amazing guest and jimbalina and they also talked about the holland like promo pics and i was like driving so i couldn't see the images but i didn't need to because they described them in such uh vivid detail so you already it, knew who your favorite was without girl even seeing right. him yet I like the girl with the arrow through her head. That's cool. Oh, I haven't seen him yet. I'm excited, though. Yes. I, I really want to watch it. Um, and I'm I'm glad I get to listen to my friends uh, uh, talk on it. And speaking of friends talking on things, Diva, the, uh-huh. we have a new podcast alert. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 this is an action alert. A new podcast entitled Very, Very That, that. is uh-huh. coming out on Monday. I'm so glad it's happening so soon. I... We are, it's episode one of Very That with with Delta Work and Raja um, talking shit like only they can do. I'm oh so my God. excited. But they, they're like experienced at this talking shit game. They have like so many years. <laughs> they they probably have it. like 40, 40 or 50 years of entertainment <laughs> industry experience. Raja's been doing makeup for at least like 20, 25 years. Like yeah. all these stories that she has and then all the stories that Emmy winner Delta Bur- Delta Work has. Delta like, Burke. <laughs> they girl. should get Delta Burke as a guest. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's gonna be amazing like i'm very bad I've uh, I've heard that the initial recording session was just uh, electric. It was just a really great sizzle excitement uh, moment, and I cannot wait to tune in. So that's coming out on Monday. Okay, great, love mm-hmm. it. And uh, subscribe to that, and uh, you'll also, if you subscribe, you'll be notified that we're doing a special edition of Race Chaser next week where we round up the Vegas show because our friends are on TV and we're going to talk about it, goddammit. Um, and yes. they brought some of their friends and it's a little messy, like the way we like it. So we're going to talk about that next week. So send in any questions you have about that. I actually saw the show. You saw the show, Alaska? You know, uh, I'm just, I'm going to move my stuff out of here. Sorry, pardon me. Um, I'm just going to move my stuff out of here, honestly. I, we don't We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to get into it. I am not going down there to that smelly corner of the stage to beg her to come back upstairs. I am not doing it. Randy Barbado is here. This is so unprofessional. Uh, this show is great. Vegas Roundup. We're doing it on Race Chaser next week in the interim period. Salute. So, um... So get into that. Can I talk to you about a little song that I heard this week that I liked? Tell me, Diva. Well, it's like this, and it features an artist named Boy Radio. It's by Big Dipper, Uh our producer. And there's a music video on YouTube. That's how I found out about it. And then I went and bought it on iTunes. So this is a song. It came out in May, but I haven't really been promoting it. So now I'm starting to do a little more promotion. Uh, and it's with an artist named Boy Radio from New York. And we made a video. It's got lots of dancing in it. And uh, yeah. I'm nice. so excited. Well, check and it why, out. Yeah. Why don't we take a listen to it while we go to break? Oh, you got me like this. You hypnotize my body just like this. Stick your head like honey. On the spot, I out here looking like a sex robot. Ready or not, tip on the move, making eyes with the birds, get loose in the mood. To elapse round the room, spot the shape I like, va va boom. Excuse, you're extra fine, not even on a track, and I'm trying to spit a line. Mood is right, chakras align, acting real oh, it's time to shine. I'm sprung to wait, just lick and stick that dick, I'll take it right, so we fuck all night. My body loves your body. It's just science. Don't you dare deny it. It makes so much sense. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drag 
Mega. This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable, Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Well, welcome back. Welcome, this welcome. Is, this is a segment uh, known the world over. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's called... Let's get political. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> um, so our first uh, let's get political entry is from the hill dot dot. Uh, transgender no. activist Sarah McBride won the Democratic nomination snaps for the Queens for a Delaware state state Senate seat on Tuesday, which means uh, she's on track to be the nation's <gasps> highest ranking openly transgender elected official. Uh, Sarah. Oh, Sarah McBride, who currently serves as spokeswoman for Human's Rights Campaign, the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy organization, defeated Joseph McColl to win the nomination for the state Senate seat in the 1st District. And she will be the heavy favorite to win the seat, which has been held by a Democrat, Harris McDowell, since like 1970-something, and is open this cycle. Um, so this election is not just about the president. It's about these local Gee. offices, council people, about flipping control of the Senate and the House. And we're starting to see mm-hmm. more and more progressive beating and but Democrats in these primaries so they can get voted into office in November. Yeah, this is uh, this is great news. I love having people who have just like fucking compassion for for humanity. And I know that that uh, Sarah McBride as a transgender activist, uh, this is a this is an amazing thing that she has this seat. That's 
really uh so wait did she win it yet or she's she up won, for she it? won the her, her primary so she's gonna be up for she's gonna be she will be winning in november let's put that energy into the universe all right. right i'd love to see it delaware tax-free shopping Oh, yeah. tell me this tax-free shop. I love Delaware. Do I have to fill out a form and take it to the uh, airport after I leave? Oh, uh, there will be a fee. <laughs> okay. This next message is from the Washington Post. It's not a message; it's a story. They said, Sorry, "Dear race chaser." They what said, "Dear, dear race chaser." What is literally wrong with me? Okay, I'm gonna read it. I think I'm capable of doing that. <laughs> okay. The city of Louisville announced a $12 million settlement Tuesday with the family of Breonna Taylor and a number of changes in how local officers obtain and execute search warrants. It is among the largest payouts for a police killing in the country's history, according to a Taylor family attorney. The settlement, the settlement which follows a wrongful death lawsuit that Taylor's family filed in May requires police commanders to approve all search warrant applications that are submitted to a judge, said Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher during a news conference Tuesday. Louisville police will also have to conduct extensive risk assessments before applying for a warrant. Um, And lots of other new regulations for the police, including warrant checks, mental health workers, and EMTs on site to execute warrants and searches. However... Um, this ruling doesn't come with any criminal charges brought against the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor. This was the wrongful death suit against the city. The family is still working to bring charges against those officers who killed Breonna. So, like, while this is, like, uh, I mean, this is a good story in the sense that this settlement will help to you know heal her family uh it's a it's a statement and it's a move in that direction however the the fact that there's no one saying we made a mistake by doing this we have to hold these these men accountable for this she was just to remind you she was laying in bed and they broke into her house and shot her that's what mm. happened. And so the I mean it's a step it's a step but there's like there's still stuff that has to happen. It's <sighs> Yeah. Like ha- they're they're paying the money but they won't arrest it's so strange to me like it just seems like the obvious choice and it's not happening. Yeah. Um and I don't understand why. Like the same thing with when they wouldn't prosecute Eden's case and Jocelyn and Jocelyn. Like that right. was like there's evidence. There's video. They have every excuse. It's a hate crime. It's all yeah. right there. And then for, for not to pursue it, it's just like this is why we have to get involved because like that district attorney is going to be up for re-election at some point maybe if he's ever the guy that decided not to press the charges, you know? And right. like, I don't want him in office. Like, why would he do not do that? He doesn't support our community. He saw that. Like, I don't understand. And this is why we have to vote and use our voices and shit like that. Because until it affects you personally, you're just like, fuck it. I don't know this guy. But sometimes it, it might behoove us to learn a little bit and like find out who our district is and everything. I mean, I would have loved to be able to say I voted for um, 
you know, Sarah McBride, because I feel like trans people have to walk like this earth with the most grace because like they mm-hmm. have to navigate so many things on the daily that like I'm sure whatever they were voting for would be what I would want to vote for too, just because like their their center is probably close to where mine would be too, I would think, in that type of morals and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, laws and like we want like equal rights and all that stuff and the right to choose and all that good stuff. Yeah. <sighs> so frustrating. Well, that's why it's important, like you said, that we, you know, use our voices and we stay active and um, we vote not just for the president, but for every single position down that ballot, because uh, these are the people that are, you know, shaping where we want this country to go. Yeah, I mean, I I really am disappointed that you haven't said anything about this wig that I'm wearing. Oh, I just thought it was your real hair. I thought. Oh, you come just, now. You, I thought you had Hector just throw a, a light pink tint into your luscious locks. You thought I was doing a chromatica tint before yeah, my before my I, teal yeah, phase. I did. I just thought maybe you just let it air dry after you got out of the shower. I mean, it it just looks so effortless, you know. Tell them how Stunning. beautiful it is. Very beautiful. It's sort of a a light, uh, a hint of a peach. Uh-huh. A hint of a peach uh, on a, uh, on a uh, uh, platinum blonde and uh, with, a, with a 1B root. A whisper uh, root. A whisper root. <laughs> yeah. 1B. Never. I'm never that dark in my root. How dare you? Could you imagine a 1B root? A, a one, 1B. One root. <laughs> Damn. Um, your wig is also lovely. Thank the, you so much. No the, visible um, lace line, which no, I love. No, no. and is uh, film whatever lace. You, it's film lace. Oh, it's HD film lace. Yeah, it is. That good old Nicole Kidman pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that good, uh, bi- the, the biggest little lie in Big Little Lie was Nicole Kidman's wig. Girl, well, like, they gave her bangs in that one. They said they, that was ugh. a baseball cap with hair attached to it. <laughs> that was not a good wig. Like Nicole, fire your wig person. She has the some of the finest wigs in the industry. Well, that one was terrible. The top Which, part, right? Was it bad. confused skin part. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it was not. Honey, good. give me a skin part hard front and let's fucking call it a fucking skin night. Skin part hard front and then a good two inch headband in the front. Thank you, you know it's a wig that when it's like in a TV show or a movie, but it's like long, gorgeous hair. But when she puts it in a ponytail, it's like a low, very uh-huh. loose ponytail at the base of the neck. Oh, girl, because- Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde 2. The wig was so bad, you could see the tracks when they do a ponytail. It wasn't even a full lace unit in Legally Blonde 2. Like, ew, Reese. Wigs have evolved so much. Yeah, but come on. She's number one on the call sheet, and she doesn't even have a full lace unit. It's not her I could, fault. I could, yes, it was her fault. Give her her wig. Give her her wig. Give her her unit. <laughs> Bump it and bump it and bump it and census. Did you do your census? We had someone come to the door. I did. Mm-hmm. I uh, mailed mine in, or no, or no, I did it online. Um, and it was super you switched easy. Switched it up. I switched it up. I I did it online, and they say it takes you know ten minutes, but it actually takes like three minutes. Like it's exceedingly easy, and it's exceedingly important. Don't just pass this off as like. Oh, who gives a shit about the fucking census? No, this really is important. So, like, um, let's do it. So, we encourage you to go on out and um, 
fill out your census. Yeah, you want to be counted. T. Yeah, Tivantra. Oh, this wig is so great. It is really nice. Really pretty. Thank you so much. Why don't we take a break and you can let me try it on? Okay. You can pop it in the mail. Oh, a pop it on. Bye. Pop it on, on, and pop it on, on, and. Wow. Heavy dicks. <laughs> heavy he- dicks, not heavy, heavy questions. Heavy okay. dicks, not... Uh-huh. This is the segment keep, keep where it, we go... Keep it light, except in the loins. Deep inside the DMs. Oh, God, the dolphin got out in the cave. Um, this first message comes from Jared. It could only be Jared! <laughs> I'll read it. Okay, okay. Hello, Alaska, Will A. Am, and Big Dipper in the Sky. My name is Jared, spelled like the jewelry store. Fuck the subway guy. Friend Not if you're pod. over 18. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Long time listener, first time caller. My boyfriend and I live in Atlanta and we did not attend peach party. My boyfriend is an ICU nurse and has been working with COVID patients for seven months now. Nurses help people. We made the decision to not attend peach party, even though the FOMO was real. And we have the urge to let loose with our friends with great music. We didn't mind that Peach Party was being hosted, but it was disappointing to see next to no one wearing masks or social distancing. Over the last few months, we've truly only seen two or three friends that we know haven't been going out. My boyfriend being on the front lines of this is seeing everything from a different perspective. And the negligence of people going out and not wearing a mask is just making him feel like his hard work is for nothing. My question is, once this is all said and controlled, how do we associate with our friends that have gone out willingly without masks? Some friends have taken this seriously and worn masks everywhere. They they go and others have not. So it's really hard to think of letting go of friendships where we've had for years, but I'm stuck and don't know what to do. If they were wearing masks the entire time while they were out, it would be a different story, but people aren't sad face. So I need guidance from drag Queens as we all do. Thank you for all that you do make my morning drive so much more enjoyable. And I really relate to you both attached are pics of my Drick and my boyfriend's Drick. Let us know what you think. And what we should do, love you lots. It could only be <laughs> the Dricolage is uh, bountiful today. Whose dick is whose? Oh, you could tell. I can't tell the difference. Oh, oh. Y- you could taste the difference just by looking at it. One well, is shaved and like, ooh, sure. Uh, the one is a child sized T ball. The thing you put the tea on, it's huge. It's fat. It There's not a skinny part to it. You, when you say, oh, the wide part, and you say, yeah, the whole thing. That's that right. one. And then the yeah. other one, it looks like, it looks like, uh, it's very graceful. Right. Yeah. The no, first these two are, are Jared's. The classic. other two are his boyfriend. Yeah, okay. The, and the balls, the balls, the ball game is real. That's eight balls right there. They sent two pictures each, so I'm adding it up. But, yeah, um, there are a lot of balls going yeah, on. Deep salute, guys. Deep um, salute. Great pictures. Salute, 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 sal
I have um, straight dicks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Good description. I have a kind of an answer for this, I think. Tell um, me. With regards to friends doing the wrong thing in your eyes and, you know, a lot of a lot of our eyes, you can either be alone and right or you can accept that your friends aren't perfect and like I'm an asshole sometimes and I still have friends. If I if I wasn't friends with everybody that did one thing that pissed me off or was an asshole, like I would have no friends. So it's you like you're doing yourself a disservice if you if you get butt hurt over this like you can talk to him if it comes up but like you know don't don't be old miss pissy right now it's i don't know that's what i say right and i mean i understand where jared is coming from because especially i've with- seen where he's coming from in those <laughs> pictures Especially with uh, his boyfriend being on the literal front lines, working with COVID patients in an ICU. So he's seeing firsthand the uh, the toll that this pandemic is taking. And the, the issue is that a lot of people out there don't have to see the toll. They don't see it physically. They hear a number, they hear figures on the news, and that's that. And then they just go about it. They I don't see it, so therefore I don't have to deal with it. And so some people don't take it seriously. Some people just are like, well, it doesn't affect me directly in this moment, so who gives a shit? But it does affect Uh, like everyone and it is very easy to feel like resentful when you're like i've been i've i've shifted my life around the way i'm doing things i'm being so diligent about wearing a mask i'm like cutting down who i'm seeing and who i'm exposing myself to and then you see a huge party happening and where and you see huge rallies happening where no one gives any care to it whatsoever and so i understand there's like bitterness and resentment that is going to come along with that because you're like i'm doing my part and these people aren't doing their part and they're going to make this this pandemic situation last a very very fucking longer time yeah, but they were they were asking about like how do they deal with it after like this is all over. Listen, after the fact, I think that you can have a period of of being like, you know what? I think you should have a talk about it. But it, I don't think it's going to I I don't know. Like I I agree with you, Willem, in that you can't always just be like the righteous one who is like, well, fuck you. You did that. You did that wrong. So I'm never going to speak to you again. I maybe on a case by case basis, depending on how negligent and how willfully fucking shitty your friends were, you can reassess. Well, but I mean, if he did want to be alone though, and and mad at the world, (laughs) it would be a good person to be alone with because this boyfriend, the nurse or whoever has a hateful, notorious bat. Nurse. Nurse. Bar Queen. <laughs> I love it when you quote me. Um, we I have a message too. all the way from New Zealand. Uh, says, Hi, Willem, Alaskan, Big Dipper. Big Dipper, why don't you come and fuck me sometime? Nice. Oh Greetings from the land of Long White Cloud, New Zealand. I love the podcast. Oh, I, I thought listen you to Courtney's room. <laughs> <laughs> I love the podcast. I listen to it on my way to work, and it always gets me in a good mood. Now about chodes. Okay. I am the proud owner of a chode and would like to see a greater acceptance of chodes in the LGBTQ plus community. Sure, we all love Big D, but a small D can also be pleasurable. I'm a bit of an artist, too, and have photographed several small penises as an effort to showcase their beauty and eroticism. 
How can we promote greater acceptance and appreciation of small penises? Perhaps we need some new vocabulary, songs, movies. Some terms come to mind. Chodeliciousness. <laughs> the Da Vinci Chode. Oh. Chode to joy. What do you think? My blood is so chodelicious <laughs> Attached a photo of mine for your viewing pleasure. If you like... I will make you honorary members, no pun intended, of the Chode Appreciation Society, New Zealand chapter. Oh, yeah, the CAS. Uh-huh. Arohano <laughs> yeah. means lots of love in Maori. Um, I he love... He didn't list his name. No, he didn't. Well, his hi. name is New Zealand. <laughs> He's from New Zealand, and he wanted to talk about Chodes, but he didn't put his name. Uh, I love this picture that our uh, our listener sent in. Um, it's an artistic black and white photo. He is leaning He's against a table. He's on a credenza. On a credenza. It's a credenza. Right, it's a credenza. Call I'm it sorry. what it is. I'm sorry, I misspoke. I misspoke in that moment. Um, There's a but, brass lamp. There's some a brass lighting let's fixture. Let's get down to brass lamps. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a Chesterfield chair. Um, sit down on the Chesterfield, would you? This is I love this picture. I also like his um I like his body a lot. Like I like um I like guys that look like um healthy but like not like super like overly like worked out and like sculpted like in a gym. Like I I like this this like body type that he's got going on. Yeah, I don't it's like fierce. headless nudes. This is not grinder. <laughs> <laughs> you could bump Why? it back to Showtown. Wait, 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 this is like a full wide shot okay. of a guy at the head okay. cut off. Okay. Like, no, I'm not here for that. Like, don't make me ask more questions. Like, hmm, hey, Mr. Torso, how's your head? Right. Yeah. I think the, and to get to your question, um, Cho, Cho Delicious definition, um, I think this is a, I, I love having this conversation about like dick size and about the sort of like uh, hoopla and like exaltation around like large penis, like large penises. And because, and so, like, I get kind of like, uh, I don't really, you know, when drag queens sing songs about, like, I like big dicks, big dicks, this, I need it, you know, I only like big dicks. It's like, that's great, but you're also, like, kind of, you're also, like, kind of, like, shitting on half the population who doesn't have, who doesn't have that. Like, statistically, not everyone has a big dick. So, like, there's... A whole portion of the population who then feel, I don't know, excluded and then feel like shame probably. And then shame culturally can manifest itself in a whole bunch of ways, like feeling shitty about yourself and then you fucking, you know, take it out on other people. So it's like this like this big dick centricity is something that I think needs to de-escalate because I think dicks of every size are fucking fierce, and I think Chow Delicious, your your fucking dick looks fierce. I hope. I, I like also it. hope the situation dicks dicks escalates. <laughs> um, but what do you think Chow to Joy sounds like? Chows are chows, chows are chows, chows are under five inches. Oh, chodes. Right? 
I thought a chode was like the part where the taint is, and that was another word for that. See, I didn't know this was a term either for like a small a dick on the smaller side, but maybe he's using chode as like a sort of like Maybe um, it means something different, how Fanny means something different down like Fanny in England. Shosha. Than Fanny Shosha. Yeah. Say chode with a New Zealand accent. Chide. Chow. Chide. Chow. <laughs> it's um, fabulous chode day. <laughs> just put your chode under your mitzi. <laughs> and then there's a lovely lace. You just pin into it. <laughs> I love it because I think chode is now like a, a term of empowerment. And I think that like, yes, I think we have to have language about, about like speaking about small dicks and not, you know, like uh, calling it a chode is kind of like empowering and fears. And also, I just, I think, like, honesty about dick size and owning it is really, like, sexy and fierce. And being like, yeah, I don't, I don't have a big dick, but, like, whatever. I'm, I'm fierce at sex anyway. As Big Dipper's song says, I'm good at sex. Flick this chode, yeah. <laughs> Flick this chode, honey. Flick it! <laughs> uh, the next message comes from James. Hey, William, Alyssa, and Dipper Turlington. Delete it. Next. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) From Coggin. (laughs) Anyway, uh, no. Okay, so from James. Hello, girls. My name is Jimmy. Okay. Um, uh, And I hail from Pittsburgh, PA. I am writing in because I recently binged the Boulay Brothers Dragula on Netflix and saw that Willem and Alaska were both guest judges on season two. My question for you is, what was it like being a featured guest on that show? And how was the experience with the different with the cast different from your experience on Drag Race. Also, it also makes me smile when I see Alaska's picture hanging up at the Blue Moon in Lawrenceville. Oh, me too. Thanks for reading my message. I listen to both Race Chaser and Hot Goss religiously and look forward to what comes ahead for the Mom Network. Much love, a deep, deep friend of the pod, Jimmy. Hmm. What episode were you a judge on? It was the um, Outer Space episode. Oh, cool. Perfect for you. So Disasterino was running around saying... Uh, attention all human males. I am here to collect your sperms at this time. <laughs> all human males. <laughs> that show is extremely creative. They, I think they really just kind of give them free reign to like do, do their interpretation of the challenge. And I love that. And they have time to work on it. They do. Like, how much time do they get to work on I think it? they get a week between episodes, basically, somehow. Like, I think they film it on weekends because wow. I know one of my friends was oh, going to do it. But, like, a, uh, it wasn't possible, like, for – it's a lower-budget show, and she couldn't make make it work, basically. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the tea on that later. But um, it, it – it's so great. It's it's authentic, like filmmaking. You can see the blood, you can the literal blood, and mm-hmm. all the work that goes into it from all ends. Uh, I really liked watching it because I, I only started watching it when I was on it. <laughs> right, I had a really and then great I went back experience. and watched season one with and saw like Vander and like his amazing. Yeah, because I only know knew him from like seeing him live a little bit and then seeing yeah. everything he did on that show. Oh yeah, and I mean these teams are so good, so talented. So talented. And the shit that they do, I mean, you really, they're, they throw themselves head first into this competition. They're eating fucking bugs. They're putting 
that fucking staples in their fucking skin. Like these girls are in it completely. I have so much respect for Dragula Queens and I love the show. My experience was amazing. I I had a really great time at Dragula. And girl, and I have to tell you, the only way to go into a drag competition is to be the person sitting behind the fucking table with a oh, fucking note card. Oh, I love that card. part. Girl, I put my feet up. It is show- the only way to go do a drag competition. I'm telling you, it's the only way. Uh, so I I loved it, and it was outer spacey, so it was very like on on brand for me, and like very close to my heart. Um, bitch put in, just crushed it. It was great seeing the girls just be creative and be fucking really good at drag. It was really fun. Totally. Uh, the next message comes from Kagan or Coggin. Hello, Willem, Alaska Dip, and the possible hot goss guests. I'm going to guess you got Gaga. That didn't happen. I was listening that's to this goss. week's... <laughs> that's hot goss. I was listening to this week's recap of the dynamic drag duos, and when you two talked about who would judge the lip sync between you two, I was shocked that no one mentioned everyone's favorite <laughs> passer on Party Bottom, Jeffrey Moran, which led me to wonder, if Jeffrey were to host his own show and search for America's next passer on Party Bottom, what would it be called? Who would be the two regular judges other than Jeffrey, and what kind of challenges, alternatives to lip syncing do you think the contestants would have to do any people you think are a shoe in for the crown thanks for the amazing content and giving dipper a mic love you kagan um i think uh other pass around party bottoms i have many friends i shouldn't name them here but if we bleep it uh um do you know him uh you would if you saw her at a party um she'd be passing around on a tray uh right the hors d'oeuvre <laughs> and uh, spell like hors d'oeuvre. Um, I would love to have Jeffrey Moran come in as a judge. I think that it's time for us to reach out to Jeffrey. It's we've got to just we've got to put this. We've got to put this to rest. Got to put it to bed, Jeffrey. Enough. <laughs> if he's not is busy enough. in it, Jeffrey. I know that you're listening. We need you to validate this podcast with your presence. And so we would love to have you guest uh, judge a lip sync between Willem and me, the final showdown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, didn't Rhea Sponsored do- Sponsored by Cocktails Perfected. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Rhea do a show on, like a porn, like competition called America's Next Top Bottom? She did, Yeah. She was like the host, right? Yeah, she, um, I think she uh, she helped with. Uh, she was the also the key male grip on there because she was gripping <laughs> all the dicks, and then she yeah. put her, she parted her Ugh. hair on the other side, and she's like, "Ooh, I'm the key female grip now, best girl grip." <laughs> um, that's when she was Dolly Grip. Yeah. <laughs> um, My name's so Dolly Grip. <laughs> she definitely she definitely would be a great judge for sure. I think. And then, um, yeah, that's and and. Um, so wait, what? When she did that, was it an actual competition or was it a porn that was based on a fake competition? Um, Do you know? I don't. I don't know if they even established that. That might have been a bit too much story. Um, I know Raya like, had a theme. Raya had a theme song, and that's all I knew about it. She did. It might be really cool to be like, okay, um, here's your challenge. You have to do something creative with uh, this dildo. And they send everyone the same thing. And they have to do some kind of creative, like, mm-hmm. scene. You have to climb a rock climbing wall with dildos, but with your butthole. <laughs> and only one hand. 
Or like the like uh, when you put this egg in the spoon and you have to run it across the the way and drop it in the thing. Like, what if you did that with like something in your ass? Like, what if you did it with a spoon in your ass with an egg and a spoon in your mouth with an egg? <laughs> that would be a fun mini challenge. Can we try that? <laughs> I'm what not if- gonna try that, but you go ahead. I'll watch. Oh, you don't like I'll, omelets. I'll fry up the eggs afterwards. Oh, okay. Fry up the bacon, bring it out. Ooh, it's sizzling. It's hot goss, Ma. <laughs> That's hot goss. Mm-hmm, that's the one. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss this week. Hot Goss. Hot Goss. You could send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. We also have bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. Just search using the hashtag race chaser and you can watch the videos a la carte. Okay. We have the, newest, our- the mm-hmm. newest video. Sorry, I was about to tell him. It's it's stunning. I mean. We're excited about it. It was, uh, speaking of, we didn't have Jeffrey Moran as a judge, but uh, we did a lip sync uh, performance and uh, we oh, did oh. the using the pool and it's available now. So go and check that out. It's really, really funny. If you want to get wet with girls, go ahead and um, go Let's ahead and peep get that. Soaking wet. Get wet. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska five thousand and at Race Chaser Pod. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for something to watch, our name that tune live stream is on Vimeo, and the donations are still being collected for for the girls. And mm-hmm. that link is in our link sheet on Instagram too. It's like two hours. It's really fucking funny. Go watch it. You'll love it. Yes, and it's for a good cause. Exactly. It was really, really fun. And also a reminder, on Wednesday, we're going to do a roundup of the RuPaul's Vegas Review Show on VH1. So if you haven't watched it, maybe just watch the clips online. We'll just be doing like a roundup of it because there's so much to say and so much to talk about. And it's thoroughly entertaining. Mm-hmm. And the link on IG, Race Chaser Pod, also has lots of resources you can check out if you're looking for places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. And yeah. And do you have a voting plan? Do you? Why not review your plan with a friend or a family member? Are you going to vote early? Are you going to vote by mail, absentee, in person? Make your plan now because we have to have everything ready and all our ducks in a row to hit this thing hard. Yeah, all hands on deck. Wear a mask and wash those hands and stay safe and healthy. And we will be back next week with more piping, steaming, squalling, burbling, This dick is too chore delicious for your Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot. 